Hello there. This is the Star Wars Friends Show. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Star Wars Friends Show. I am one of your hosts, Justin Oldham. Happy Friday night, or whenever you're listening to this, we're glad to have you here. If you're a first-time listener, thank you for joining us. If you're a long-time listener, welcome back. We love having you here. We love chatting Star Wars with you guys. So Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for coming. Joining me tonight, as always, are my Star Wars friends. This is Josh, and I'm excited to be less than 500 days till the deuce. The deuce. The deuce. We're going to make that a thing. This I'm is making, Kyle. And <laughs> I call Celebration Anaheim number two the deuce on Twitter today. So I think that's just the unofficial name, whether you like it or not. See, this is how you appreciate a tweet instead of ignoring it until I tweet about it in the group. <laughs> okay. Or and this is Maggie, who very kindly posted Josh's very wonderful tweet into two group chats. To help Ooh. him. That you Yes. I sent it to yeah. two group chats. Oh, man. He was, so, he was so proud of that you and tweet. <laughs> and all I got was likes for it. I didn't even get, I wouldn't, you know, uh, not even uh, a retweet. Geeky Waffle um, responded to it. So. Well, well wherever you, <laughs> wherever you are picking up uh, our little tidbits of uh, fun fun memes and information twitter facebook instagram you can follow us on any one of those at sw friends show um you can also email us at star wars friends podcast at gmail.com uh anywhere you guys want to drop uh you know mentions likes retweets uh emails whatever you want to do hit us up we're always happy to talk to you guys about star wars make sure Uh, you retweet all my quality content yeah yeah yeah, we uh, Josh was very proud of his Ewan McGregor tweet. Ewan, Mc, Ewan McGregor tweet, but was very <laughs> upset that he you. did not get the. Uh, yeah, and I peaked. I don't did care. not get the. That's how the, I'll get the retweets. So, <laughs> uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We had a lot of news in the collector realm. We have tons uh, of good GI Joe stuff. Yeah. I mean, they covered everything. Yeah. <laughs> they, Fortnite. Pocket. I mean, Ugh. for those of you that collect Fortnite figures, they had them. They had them. All my, my little not pony pre orders in already. Yeah. Um, they had a lot at FanFest today, though. So we've got that to talk about. We've got, uh, we've got some, uh, we've got the end of Victory's Price to talk about sections three and four. So there was a lot going on there, but first we do have something to kind of cover as we always do. Josh spoiled it on the intro. I did. Spoiler alert. The deuce. (laughs) Yeah. The deuce. Double deuces. Coming at you in uh, 2022 Star Wars celebration. Uh, We've got 70 weeks, I think, right? Pretty close. Yeah, 70 I think weeks. that's right. About right. 70 weeks until Star Wars days. Celebration. So, you know, I, and with the news that we got from Hasbro today, and when we get into that here in a little bit, I don't know what they're going to have at Celebration because they keep releasing all their stuff like way too early. We're not even at May oh, 4th yet, and they're putting a whole bunch right. of crap out. So go ahead, Josh. Uh, I have a question for you to uh, previous California um, Celebration attendees. Uh, Wait, are you a... Okay ship home from california person or a buy extra luggage and put it on the mm. plane guy 
Kyle, you go ahead. I am a psychopath and bought a pelican case. If anybody knows what that is, it's like a, it's, I know people use it for like camera equipment and uh, video equipment and stuff. So I am bringing that with me empty and bringing it home, hopefully full. It's used in all those uh, spy movies where they go to take the sniper rifle out from the top of the building. You hear that <laughs> lovely latch pop that. Oh, wow. And then, <laughs> and then uh, it's like an Otterbox. <laughs> you get it's, that it's lovely like, latch on, pop. It's on and wheels. then. Uh, <laughs> right, right. That's that's Kyle. So don't don't be nervous or anything. It's just Star Wars collectibles in the game. There might be He's snacks not trying in to there take too, anybody actually. Out. Um, I, I think when we went to Anaheim, I just brought an extra suitcase. I think I brought an extra smaller suitcase and brought my stuff home in that. And I don't think, I think we learned after that, like it's important to bring an extra case. I think for the, if it's a big item, ship it. it. They always have shipping available at the cons. Um, so you can just go downstairs, bring your item there. They'll pack it for you, ship it for you that way. And in a lot of cases, people were like, dude, it was home before I got there. It was there. Yeah. I've shipped uh, I've shipped Star Wars collectibles home from Disney World before um, because I didn't have room to put it in a plane and didn't necessarily trust it in a checked bag or whatever. So it's definitely a good option mm-hmm. if you um, pad your box well and all that kind of stuff. But if you do figures, a lot of times they have um, what are the the clear acrylic case vendors at the actual <sighs> Dang, those are convention expensive. too. They're super expensive, they're but well worth it. Bucks for the case, they're nice. Yep, but, no, geez, yep. They're no, thank you. Good, good way to protect your <laughs> your Funko Pops when you're Can coming back from wrap them in a tube sock and exclusives. hope it turns out okay. <laughs> uh, heavily, yeah. Take all your dirty clothes and just outline, you know, the bag and protect it, and you're good. I'll be renting space okay. in my Pelican case for the return flight. Um, you guys can book some space in there now if you'd like. I'll just good to I'll know. Get a good spreadsheet to know. Put together. I think that's my biggest fear, though, is what if you take all your collectibles and you put them in a, a suitcase and you bring it to the airport and you check it because it's like too big I to would, fit in like the overhead, right? God, you check it terrifying. and then they lose it. They lose it. I think well, I would just lose it. throw those things around with reckless mm-hmm. abandon, too. I would. Oh, I, I can. Every corner, every single corner of every box would be destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Ugh. no matter how you bring your collectibles home, <laughs> you just had PTSD. Oh God. I a shiver up my spine. <laughs> no matter how you bring them home though, Star Wars celebration 2022, right around the corner. The so plan ahead, plan ahead. When we get closer to that time, I am sure we will do in a whole show full of prep work on what you should do. The do's and don'ts of celebrationing. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a meet and greet at Admiral snack bar. Yes. That doesn't exist, sir. It, well, I'm making it happen. If we can make it called the deuce, we can make somebody call the snack bar. Admiral it's going to be, bar. it's going to be Kyle in the hotel with a foldable table with a handmade this, sign and like a basket full Admiral of like pre-bought snacks. Tell me I wouldn't make tons of friends that way. I'd make I know. so many friends. Handing out free granola bars. I'm out. I'm down. I, I have an alternative uh, proposal. Admiral, Admiral snack, snack bar is going to be your name on your tinder profile when you're trying to hook up with people at star wars celebration (laughs) that's my that's my con alter ego i love it like oh hey guys i'm gonna need you to not come back to the room later admiral snack bars i'm meeting with a committee (laughs) 
Admiral Snack uh, Bar's having Admiral snacks. Snack Bar's got a debriefing. <laughs> and then we see, and then we you, see the person you? you're talking to and we say, Get it? It's debrief? <laughs> no, it's not a trap. That's how I was, I was actively uh, avoiding that pun. That's, does he hang? Does he hang an action figure on the doorknob when the room's in use? Like, don't come in. Okay, but I'm picturing like a Fifty Shades of Grey, like Mr. Grey, like standing at the window, and it's just Admiral Akbar. Oh, like it. Put those binders on. We're on. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> kinky. We're on to something here, though, guys. <laughs> One one last Episodes. one last thing to uh, for celebration. We are two days away from the two year anniversary of uh, when we met in line. Yeah. Sans Maggie. Two but, years, um, guys. Yeah, Jeez. wild. Yeah, that's is crazy. That, is that the paper anniversary? I'm not. I can't. I'll have to look it up. What do you mean? Oh man. What do you mean the you, paper you, anniversary? You didn't. Know, this guy. Not even. Oh my god! Not, you don't know the paper yet, anniversary. What yearly? Like for every wedding anniversary, every year oh, there's like a I, different type of gift you're supposed. Jeez, this this guy. No, it's, it's not, the you know, it's the calamari flan <laughs> anniversary. Jokes to not, well, It's go. too late now. You already buried my joke. I had to explain <laughs> it. It's, nobody's. I can't wait till the five year one. It's best guy. Yeah. Tube chowder. Some tube chowder. That's actually what. That's what Josh is having at his wedding. Yep. It's a, a, a tube chowder buffet. <laughs> you can choose before, uh, between tube chowder and uh, Kowaki and monkey lizard. So that's mm. that's a fun that's a fun question though. I think that's a fair question. So Josh, your upcoming wedding, anything Star Wars related in your wedding, or is is Tab basically like nah nah nah? Not First gonna of all, happen. no Tab is cool, so no. Okay. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and I've seen some uh, stuff that's on her Pinterest board, and I am pleasantly surprised and excited Ooh, um, nice. the one thing you guys that should do like a lightsaber battle lightsabers like all around I'd, photos. I'd win though so it's not staged <laughs> and cute serve some alcoholic blue milk speaking mm. of that one of the things i one of the things that i saw was um the like bridesmaids bouquets being a lightsaber hilt Ooh, oh. really it's kind of cool you know subtle cool. understated but yeah. sweet mm-hmm. so yeah Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we've got uh, another bit of good news, guys. Uh, for those that have been listening for quite some time, for that yeah, you geez, know, year and a half or whatever we've been doing this, uh, we were nominated by Your Money Geek as one of the top 10 Ooh. annual Star Wars podcasts. So there's an award for those top 10 that get voted in there. Um, you can go vote at yourmoneygeek.com. You do, do need it. to log in with your Gmail account Gmail account to cast your vote. But once you're in there, there's a giant list of podcasts in there. And we would love it if you took the time and voted for us. So we love being here for you guys and talking Star Wars. We would love it if you went out and cast a vote for little old us. It would be awesome. You can even vote for us from that secret throwaway Gmail account you have for spam. And, <laughs> Your burner uh, account. <laughs> tri- free trials and stuff. Do, do that one too. Is that a thing? Is that like a burner email account, not a burner Twitter account? When I, Justin doesn't have one, but I don't have a burner I have two. <laughs> <laughs> when I go, I have a very short email for when I go to the Arnold Fitness Expo because you have to type in your email to like sign up for their thing to get the free thing in each one of the different booths. And so I have like a, a, a ABC email that's, at yeah, yeah, it's like very short. <laughs> so it's easier to type in. And then also I don't have to get all those emails to my actual email. I think I had three different emails that I use regularly that 
when we were registering for the Funko Pops at uh, uh, yeah. when was that um, at, at celebration? I think I used all three of them and like I hit on one of them. Um, and I remember Vic uh, was so mad because he, he I think, it. tried like five and yeah, didn't hit yeah, on any yeah, of them. So uh, the the uh, random drawing is a, a fickle It truly fickle is a crapshoot, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of the point, but. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you can, people, if you can go out, go out, yourmoneygeek.com, vote for your favorite Star Wars podcast. There are several good Star Wars podcasts out there. A lot of them we've had on our show. Uh, they're friends with us. We, we chat with them pretty regularly. So, you know, whatever you listen to, whatever you like, go vote, go vote, go vote. It's hey, awesome. If your if you're allegiance is to democracy, you got to vote, man. Yeah. Yeah. We had a ton of stuff, ton of stuff dropped today during uh hasbro fan fest we had a couple other things come out for collectors in the interim gentle giant rolled out a new mandalorian death watch mini bust kyle what did you say was the price on that it was one 109 before tax 109 not too bad so if you're looking for a mandalorian death watch mini bust pretty cool uh it's pretty fair price yeah um they are they do a good job with those they do gentle giant does a really nice job with the bus um in the mini bus that they put out there Maggie, I believe, when we were talking pre-show, shared a lovely picture with us of a, I, I don't even know, like real, not right, like t, t, uh, coming soon attraction from Gentle Giant. Well, I think it's fair to call it that maybe. It's it was a, nice of her to share since we like accused her of being a liar when she said it existed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, maybe I shouldn't even share that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a really cool looking Kane and Jarrus bust from Rebels with the removable visor after he was blind like you can take it off and you see like the little red around the eyes and uh very cool bust very cool i have no idea when that's coming out but it looked really really good thank you maggie for sharing that it was awesome uh there was news today of some star wars nikes being released have you guys checked these out excuse me have you seen this have you heard about oh so uh we'll put the link up after the show uh but they released three air presto mid utility nikes that are going to be coming out i believe in the fall they are a darth vader colorway a boba fett colorway and a Bosque colorway, which was kind of tight. Uh, it's Says, like orange uh, and gray and white. It's holiday sweet. 2021. So probably in time yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. So uh, like I said, $150. So if you are a sneakerhead and you love Star Wars and that's your thing, there are three new shoes coming out from Nike. We've seen a lot of Adidas. Adidas yeah. has put out a ton of Star Wars shoes. This is, I think, the first maybe not the first venture from Nike, but it is definitely one of the more one prominently few, advertised ones. They had done a number. They had some really so, Yeah, so this is, these are pretty cool. But uh, when you get a chance, go check them out. We'll put the link up uh, after our show here and get it out to you guys so you can see it. Very cool from Just Nike. It this way, it's $75 a shoe. Yeah, there you go. For a pair of Nikes that are licensed, it's really not that bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No, uh-uh. Uh, we had Hasbro Fan Fest today. We're going to dive into a lot of stuff here. It was a feast for your collector, Smorgas for your collector board. needs. A smorgasbord of smorgasbord, goodies. They had everything from a fair is a veritable smorgasbord, smorgasbord, smorgasbord. Transformers to uh, what? Are they? My little, I don't even know. My Little Pony. They had Fortnite. They had uh, 
G.I. Joe, Snake anything. Eyes. Yeah, anything that Hasbro makes, they had in this fan fest. Marvel and it was stuff, very yeah marvel very well detailed very well laid out like they sectioned kind of everything off and star wars was a little bit uh towards the end but they released a ton of stuff and i mean a ton of stuff to be coming out for the rest of 2021 so let's start with the black series they came out with four new black series and some of these we already kind of knew were in the works it was just waiting for that official announcement to come out we've got coming out in fall of 2021 we've got a Costco reeves which was a beautiful figure oh yeah removable helmet we all pre-ordered that yep yep uh there is tech from the bad batch coming out now we've already got crosshair and hunter that are available for pre-order out this is now adding tech to it and i think um uh, what's the uh, record record is also out i think for pre-order so this completes the four four black series bad batch troopers there is a well, missing one well yeah <laughs> the, the one which that will probably be the last one and i'm gonna guess probably early next year i would think uh we've got q90 or zero from the mandalorian beautiful figure on this one she's a beaut Mm-hmm. We have Aura Singh for the first time. This is uh, also a really cool figure. I pre-ordered that one. Mm-hmm. And then we have the general himself. The Wars. Lando Calrissian. Little maneuvers. Little maneuvers coming out in Black Series fall of 2021 as well. Yeah, you so put some respect on his name, Justin. The general. I said the general. The general Lando Calrissian. Cape game strong as usual. <laughs> yes, Cape game is way strong. Solid, uh, solid release in the Black Series for these upcoming figures. I, you know, it's it's a if you're an inbox guy and you want the whole wave, it's a good wave to get. I think it's a a pretty solid wave. Um, Justin, they also did the. Um. Oh no, those are vintage collection. I was getting ahead of you. I was going <laughs> to lie. Sorry. Go ahead. It's all right. Go ahead, Josh. Um, I the one thing I was gonna say the the Casca Reeves figure looks great, and I pre-ordered it, but it was a little weird to me that her face doesn't look that great. Like it look the yeah. face looks fine, but it doesn't look like Sasha. It doesn't and look that much like her. I'm like, there are so many. I mean, I guess they're Mattel, but there's so many Sasha Banks WWE figures, and the face on them looks great. Mm. It's like, come on, make it happen. I, my small gripe with that too is like if we're going to do a removable helmet for everybody which i love i would like to see the helmet off in the package yeah you know what i mean yeah Uh, rather than having them wear it as someone who does keep them in box yeah um there's that's sometimes a face sculpt on those is is kind of hit or miss I, I even though it's photo real they've produced a couple luke's that you they say are photo real that just don't to me quite hit the mark so i don't and don't know these why. aren't coming out for quite some time so these are all prototype yeah. photos you never know what could be touched up between true. now and then too. very true yep i take it back uh, her wwe figures faces don't look that great either <laughs> oh those are also janky yeah. <laughs> um we She's had just too beautiful no there you go figure can capture her essence there you go women uh, we women, had love to see it we had a pla- new black series helmet come out uh the wedge yeah, antilles wedge. that was awesome i love that 
I think that's great. A character like Wedge Antilles kind of getting his own his own thing. Um, yeah, it is cool. Love it. Yeah, their helmets, they do a nice job with the helmets. We had a lot come out uh, released today in Vintage Collection. I'm going to start with the Vintage Collection Gaming Greats that are going to be coming out in summer of 2021. We had four figures announced in that line. The Shadow Trooper, uh, or excuse me, Shadow Stormtrooper from uh, Force Unleashed. Uh, we also had the Scout Trooper. Uh, that was from uh, which uh, Jedi Fallen Order, correct? Fallen Order, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then we had the Heavy Battle Droid that came out from uh, Battlefront. And we have the Electro Staff Purge Trooper, which that card back is gorgeous it's like this purplish black hue to it it's really really nice that is an entertainment earth exclusive so if you want the electro staff purge trooper you have to go to entertainment earth to get it you're not going to find it on bbts or um, amazon or any of those others so that's where you got to go for that one Uh, they did announce a what is it? The X-Wing Blue Leader, uh, Antok Merrick, which is a really cool figure too. Uh, it's a Target exclusive. It's going to be available for $100 coming out in fall of 2021. If you guys have not seen the vintage collection versions of the X-Wings that they've re-released, they've done a Poe Dameron, they've done a Luke X-Wing. They are really, really cool vehicles super detailed to the point where you can pull an engine cover off and then actually take a part of the engine out and see like underneath it with detail and paint uh the, you know there's uh, the set like there's just so much going on with them and the paint jobs on them are, are really really good you can't you can find the poe for a reasonable price trying to find the luke x-wing though is a bit of a challenge um they just had him at GameStop. He was like on clearance or something. If he was actually in any of your stores, you could go yeah. pick one up. Um, but I had none near me. So I was. Yeah, that was a needle in a haystack if you found one of those. Yeah, there's probably was probably one in the whole country. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool, but just none around me. So. We did get an announcement of a couple new new vintage collection reissues. Uh, we have Han Solo from Endor, you know, in his cloth goods, his his little camouflage cape. We have Luke Skywalker from Hoth in there. Another Luke Skywalker. Uh, we have Emperor's Royal Guard. Really, really cool figure. Remove two different helmets, two different staffs. Uh, you can take his cape off. He's got his armor up underneath there. Really, really cool figure. And then the Admiral Akbar from Return of the Jedi, also a really cool figure. So those are your vintage collection reissues. Oh, and the, then, even the um, the Royal Guard has a removable helmet too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's pretty. I wonder how they decided what his face was going to look like. I don't know, but he's got like a beard. Like, you, yeah, there's pictures of him. A, he's got like a like the beard and goatee thing going on. So, and then here was the that big is. That's one. The guy who designed the the figure. He's like, we're just gonna use my face. <laughs> I'm just gonna model this <laughs> yeah. for myself, right? I would do it. I would do it. I would like, not hey, blame him. I want to model a figure after myself. Why not? Uh, the big news, though, that came out on Thursday. 
Uh, actually, if you you got an email, if you're a Hasbro Pulse member, you got an email that you could go pre-register. They did a fan event on Thursday where they covered a little bit of a sneak preview of kind of what was going to happen on Friday. They released a uh, vintage collection reissue fan vote. And they put, what is it, two, four, five figures. They put five figures out for a fan vote. And they're basically going to remake whatever one wins this fan vote. And, and apparently to vote, you you go to their Instagram page. The voting is done on their Instagram page. And you have to do a tag that says, uh, I had it written down here somewhere. There's a tag on it and then you tag which figure you want. But the five characters, and this is, it's interesting because I've been watching a lot of feedback on this from different collectors. The five figures that they put up for the fan vote are the vintage collection Ahsoka Tano, the Republic Commando from the Old Republic, Starkiller, Vader's Apprentice, the Rogue One Imperial, Imperial Assault Tank Driver, and Weequay from Return of the Jedi. Those were the five figures that they put up for the fan vote. And it has divided. It, it, it like the collector group is just all over the place with this. Really? Like, yeah, it's it's been I very there interesting. Was two because, of those that would, or at least two that would get like almost no love. But the yeah. Imperial Assault tank driver and Weequay? Those are the two. You, yeah. You would think. You would think. But guess what? There are a lot of uh, people who backed the barge that can't um, get a weak way. Okay. And they need the weak way to be able to complete the whole barge and skiff and all that other stuff. Sure. They need weak way. So they're yeah. like, hey, please reproduce weak way. The Rogue One Imperial Assault tank driver was super hot uh, when he came out and you couldn't find him anywhere. So he was very limited in his production. But I would say the top three you're looking at our Ahsoka Tano, the Republic Commando, and Starkiller, which on any market, you are paying an astronomical mm-hmm. amount for any one of those three. Starkiller, not as much as Republic Commando and Ahsoka Tano, but you are still paying an astronomical amount for those figures because the Republic Commando and Ahsoka Tano were part of that, that last vintage collection wave before they discontinued the vintage collection and then brought it back. So that wave was very limited in production. It was hard to find. Uh, they just didn't make a lot of them. And then the Star Killer, they've only made one of them. They've only made one. Yeah, I thought for sure that Ahsoka and Star Killer were going to be battling it out like way ahead of everybody else with the Republic Commando in like a distant third. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, that makes sense what you're saying about the barge. But like, still, that's like in the grand scheme of things, the people who bought who actually backed the bards. That's like a limited number of people. And and right. I have a question about this too, for the group, but I always thought that he was a weak way, not that he was a <laughs> weak way was named weak way. But then I guess like the, they, that's what they call the bartender in the Mandalorian. They just call mm-hmm. him weak, way. but I, I, I don't know. Like, are we calling him that just cause we don't know his name or do we just call him weak way? That seems like kind of, racist i or at least always like thought that was thoughtless. his name really uh, that's what i thought i always thought that was his name growing up right before we have all the stuff that we have now mm-hmm. i always thought that was his name hmm. but that is actually like species right they're weak ways i thought but like weak i mean yeah. yeah is it possible like, that the weak way from the bar and the weak way from this from the uh barge are the same he survived with bib 
it's not impossible by any means. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Um, so here's a, here's a, but it's really divided a lot of people, right? Because there's a lot of people out there that have that Ahsoka Tano figure, this vintage collection Ahsoka Tano figure. I being one of them. I am who one of them. Who don't want to see it released again? <laughs> exactly. There are a lot of people who don't want to yeah, see it released again. Now, that. I will say this. Most of those people are the people who paid an astronomical amount for that figure. I am, I will be straight up honest. I lucked out and found it at a reasonable price that I was willing to pay. It was not anywhere near yeah, you $500. Got you got a I got deal. a great deal on it. So and for me, if you found one for $500 right now, that would be a steal because those things are yeah. unattainable right now. Hot. Yeah. So there's a lot of fans that are like, well, if you're going to make a limited production of something or it's kind of exclusive, then leave it as that so that that value stays high. Now, I still look know. at it this way. You'd yeah. still know it, if it was an original release and it would still be more valuable than the reprint. That's just the way those things go. Yeah. And, and I'm under the same thing. Like it's still the original. Like if you've got an original, you're still, you still have the very first one, the original 1977 Luke Skywalker doesn't get devalued when Hasbro puts out five oh, Luke gosh. Skywalkers in one year. If that were the year. case, they'd have to pay you to take a Luke Skywalker. Now there's so <laughs> right. many of those things. You get a Luke Skywalker and you get a Luke Skywalker and everybody gets a Luke Skywalker. That's not the case. Like I'm one of those people that's like, no, I still know what I have in the original figure. And I don't think the price is going to go down. We, we just brought this up earlier. Josh has one of the Admiral Akbar figures that was part of that vintage collection right in the first part yours is one of the newer not the original akbar release from 1980 something or rather you've got the vintage akbar from the first release he still owns the first one i'm pretty sure josh is not upset that they're going to put another one out there for other people to to get when they can't find it right uh you know same thing can be said with the republic commando the only one that i like for me uh, I don't have a Republic Commando, so I would love to get that figure at a more reasonable price. But the Star Killer for me, there, as far as I know, there was only one version of the Vader's Apprentice. That's I all think. I've ever seen. I, That's all I I've ever seen. So for one of those Ahsokas too. So like, I want it to be that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I and I'm literally looking right now, and you guys can't see me, but I'm literally looking right now at a picture that has every release of a Sokotano in a 3.75 inch figure. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15 different Ahsoka Tano figures that you can go out and purchase in 3.75 inch. The two highest obviously are the vintage collection one. And then the clone wars one that is the, uh, the blue box with the dice and the card that was part of a game. Those two are probably the most expensive Ahsoka releases out there right now. Mm-hmm. But the the vintage collection Ahsoka Tano was actually re- reprinted. Do you guys remember the Black Series, the smaller 3.75-inch yeah, boxes? Yeah. yeah, I think I gave you one. Probably. That is That is literally the vintage collection Ahsoka Tano figure. Same figure. It's the same thing. It is the same figure. It's the same outfit she's in. I want in one both. on the card back. That's that's the thing, right? It's that card back. That I've artwork got it in the is box. It's just not beautiful. As cool. It's just not as cool. The artwork is beautiful, but 
it's kind of, it's been interesting to watch a lot of the comments in the community and just where people are at with these figures and like, no, we've already got like 18 million Ahsokas. Don't do another. We got another one coming out. There's the, the Clone Wars season seven Ahsoka in vintage collection is coming out, which is like such an insane thing. Like if you think about it, if you've been an Ahsoka fan for a long time, it is insane for people to be suggesting that there is too much Ahsoka merchandise (laughs) Right. right now, which there is a lot which mm-hmm. is crazy like that unfathomable you couldn't find anything ahsoka for a long time yeah yep so it's it's been interesting to read the comments i myself i'm okay with it like if you want to vote ahsoka tano vote ahsoka tano i would love for my friends that do not have that figure to have an opportunity to own that figure um i think that's fair and i without having to pay an astronomical price i, I think just that's just like when totally they re-released fair. um cody recently which i mean i guess he's was that archive boxing which is mm-hmm. different but you know yeah, if you keep putting people out, couldn't get them <laughs> if you keep putting out the same vintage collection of so- ahsoka tano figure every three years i'm gonna be like okay move on <laughs> but to do it like like how many times have we got an x-wing pilot luke or um hoth hoth snow speeder pilot luke like just tons of times so uh who's uh, josh who would you vote for out of those five who would your vote go to ahsoka yeah kyle i'm assuming Ahsoka. i'm I'm voting ahsoka for sure yeah maggie ahsoka i thought i thought for sure you were gonna say weak way i thought for sure (laughs) just to be the contrarian vote (laughs) give me the weak way i would Uh, say i would say like close second would be the star killer one just because those games are awesome and it's mm-hmm. sam whitworth's face so that's cool. yeah yeah it's uh it's definitely a cool figure and and star killer really for that storyline just it's kind of gone by because it's not part of that disney canon anymore it's not it doesn't exist anymore so seeing star killer get a little bit of love in the vintage collection line as a figure would be would be really really cool so Again, tons of stuff from Hasbro. Go out, cast your vote on the TVC reissue fan vote. Again, I believe it's only on Instagram. You have to do two hashtags. One is Star Wars something, and then the other one is uh, who you're voting for, and you tag both, and then you cast your vote. You can only cast your vote one time, though, is what they said. You can only cast your vote one time. So, And I think they wrap one up April 20. Instagram account. <laughs> your burner instagrams <laughs> uh i believe they wrap it up uh april 29th maybe april it's late april where do you go so to see the instructions and stuff about how to do it uh it should be up on hasbro pulse on their instagram page yeah, you should be able to find it there instagram. um you can also find it on their facebook page as well and I think it's going to direct you over to their Instagram page. Cause I believe I tried, I think a lot of people were commenting on the Facebook post and said, uh, by the way, it's only on Instagram. So go check it out and vote uh, from cast the vault. your vote. That's what it's yeah. Called. Vote, vote from the vault. Uh, if you're an Ahsoka fan, go do it. If you're a weak way fan, go do it. Get out and vote. Lots of voting today. Lots of voting. It's voting Friday. Uh, one thing one thing that is very interesting that uh, I think we can vote on that was a, a pretty, I think we would all vote that it was a pretty solid, solid book was Victory's Price. Uh, what, a segue. Segue. what Sick a segue. Sick segue. <laughs> Paul Bart over here. Uh, Alpha, <laughs> Alphabet Squadron, Victory's Price is a winner, people. It is a winner. 
uh, I don't win. think any of us ha- like came out of that book going, meh, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, I, I like the whole series, the trilogy, yes, the whole series is well put together, well put together. Uh, I like it, that they, from, um, they finished it off and I felt like it was wide open to tell some more stories mm-hmm. about any of these characters if they felt so inclined. Yeah. Oh yeah. We pick up really from sections three and four, which is what we're covering today is like chapter six, 16 to the end, which I think is like 25. So that it's not a ton of chapters in there, but they are long chapters. There are some meaty, meaty <laughs> sections that you have to get Great through in these, in these books. And it, it's just beautifully written. It takes you to like five different places with things going on at different times. All of these the battle characters. Of Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Battle of Jakku. We get some some cool interplay with uh, Keys, Soren Keys, and Erica Quell on um, on uh, Coruscant. Coruscant. Yep. Uh, you know, we get space battles that are going on at the same time. We get tons of Hera. If you it's love so Hera, honestly, what Star Wars without some warring up in the stars? I mean, that's yeah, it's right there. Yeah, in the this is good Mon Mothma. Yeah, it, it, yo, yeah, forgot Mon Mothma comes in at the end here. Um, we get some great dialogue between Mon Mothma and Hera. Yeah. Really kind of sets the tone for, hey, we're not rebels anymore. We are now the resistance and we're trying to form the new republic and do all these things. And it's a very different tone. Very different tone. And Hera even calls it out at one point with Mothma. And she's like, dude, you know, if we were rebels, we would have forgiven her. And she's like, well, yeah, but we're not rebels anymore. Super, super interesting dialogue. Maggie, um, you read this before the rest of us did. You read this like (laughs) eight years ago uh, via premonition before the book even came out. (laughs) And so you have, you've read it. You give me your thoughts, your feedback on maybe not just like the third and fourth chapter, but maybe the book overall, but let's try to keep it within that last little bit. Oh boy. This is the section that I have just been like dying to talk about because this was probably one of my favorite arcs in a Star Wars book, I think. I think I'm confident in saying that um, Erica's been such a fun character to follow because she's been unabashedly playing both sides and we see a lot of this like inner conflict and like her interpersonal relationships with people on both sides of the the war. Um, So it's been great to see that, but that whole scene between Hera and Mon Mothma where they're talking about that, you know, we're not we're not the rebels anymore. We're trying to build something. We can't just like make like an example out of Erica and what she's done, because we're going to have people who are going to have been in a similar situation as her that are now, now going to be underneath this new, you know, Republic. And I thought that whole section was so good. Cause you know, not to go on a tangent, but Twitter has a really negative idea about redemption and like characters being redeemed in the star Wars universe. I mean, I've seen so many people in like terms of like Kylo Ren, like, oh, he could never join the resistance. But you saw how quickly Poe and Finn were like, oh, Hux is going to turn. Sure. Let's get some info from you. Like Poe was a spice runner. Yeah. yeah. Poe was a spice runner. Like, yeah, it happens. Um, yeah. Callus. And so I, I love that we finally had a Star Wars book that was like, hey, redemption doesn't mean death. Redemption means you have to live with the mistakes that you have made. 
You can still get the girl at the end. You can still have a mostly happy life, even though you're dealing with the PTSD and trauma of knowing that you've ruined so many people's lives. And that's where redemption is. And so I just really love mm -hmm. that we finally got the Star Wars story that didn't have to end in death. Because, I mean, redemption for Darth Vader was death. Redemption, as much as I hate it, was death for Ben Solo. Redemption mm -hmm. was also death for Hux. I mean, there's so many of these characters that death is the only answer. They don't yeah. actually have to pay for their thing. So I love this. This just made me so happy. I could not, like, I, I annoyed all of my friends. Like, you have to finish this book now. I need to talk to somebody about this. You have to finish this now. Because <laughs> I just wanted to talk about this. Because finally, Star Wars was going there. Yeah. Maggie, Maggie was texting us all the time. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done yet? It was like repeatedly just copy and pasted through a whole booklet. No, um, but no, Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles started as an Imperial pilot and he got in there and was like, I, I want out. And then they had to go in and get him. And that's where Sabine pulled him out. And yeah. he defected and like, over. Yeah, is another great example. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, there's tons of them. Speaking of Sabine, she was a defector of the Imperial Academy herself. Yeah, mm -hmm. Sabine. Um, but it is interesting because another thing they were talking about is like, she's just the first one, you know, the entire galaxy was under the thumb of this empire. So if we set this precedent that we're going to just mm -hmm. bury her under the prison, then we go, are we going to imprison half of every planet? Are we going to imprison everyone? And then all of a sudden we're starting another civil war. All everyone's going to go into hiding um, we're, and then how are we different than the people we just replaced, you know? And it's a really mm -hmm. interesting, it's an interesting, like, um, thing to think about because how, how would you change? We're fighting for our life and we're doing anything we, anything we have to. And then all of a sudden we went from the underdogs to the people in power and how do we change our, our mindset? How do we change our you know, just our way of being. It's um, mm -hmm. something that we haven't yeah. really ever talked about in Star Wars. It's always, we're always at the conflict. We're never at like, guys okay, well, guys. how do we get back to normal life from there? Yeah. Yeah. Just one small thing to add is th about that is that it felt so nuanced and realistic. It didn't, it, it mm -hmm. didn't yeah. feel it, it. That whole thing with Mon Mothma and Hera felt like I was reading about like, a political like a book about political history sure. or about like a, mm -hmm. like the west wing or something it didn't feel like star wars mm -hmm. but the, like in the best way possible yeah 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 I, it I mean it goes you can look at if you want to compare it to real life right you've got world war ii and world war one you had soldiers on different sides of those lines but when the war was over and you can even look at world war ii with with the germans and it was about okay how do we get this back on track and and there i'm sure there were many soldiers that were like nope you were part of you were part of the nazi regime you should all die and then there were others that are like but that's not that doesn't make us any better than what they were doing yeah and, what and kind we of can't move forward from that like what so kind how of do response you to it? you killed somebody i'm gonna kill you it like how does that yeah. make you better it's like it's a very like Mm -hmm. it's something that's never made sense to me. Like, you know, when I was a kid and I got a spanking for hitting my sister, it's like, we don't hit whap. Like, well, <laughs> what the hell? You like, you just <laughs> says who? Like, not right. you, obviously. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It, but it's a super cool dynamic. It was I, a great conversation. I think one of the things that like, 
we often lose in like the discussion of Star Wars is that with the way that the Empire operated and then even the way the First Order operated, they went to these smaller planets and essentially took over all of the modes of existing. They took over the trade. They took over any of the resources on the planets. They stripped resources. They like use the planets. The people, of course, are not going to like rise up and resist against them because they have the, the big weapons. They have the big guns, so they're going to fall in line. And then finally, when they're able to get free, if they see these people who were just like them being put into prison, and like that's not going to work well. Mm-hmm. So when we when we kind of wrapped up sixteen, we when you start part three, we really get all of our heroes kind of going in different directions, right? You've got mm-hmm. Hera commanding on the star, the captured star destroyer. Um, in the Battle of Jakku, you've got uh, Chas and uh, you've got Chas and um, Nath basically fighting, actually dogfighting in this giant space battle that's going on. You've got uh, Will Lark who has his own confrontation uh, after he basically said, "You know what? I'm out. I, I'm, I can't fight anymore. I can't. I'm done." He was basically out, and then runs into uh, I forget her name. Uh, uh, crap i can't remember her name i know who you're talking uh, about and i don't remember Poli- her name uh, either. it was basically it was uh the pilot he was talking to in the 204th that they were communicating back and forth for sal Palidia. yeah blink it was yeah her her name was her code name was her blink but i think it was Palidia sour sal Palidia, something like that but uh i didn't you know he has memory she gets on the ship and basically confines him and confronts him and they get into their own fight. Uh, and then you've got Erica chasing down Soren keys. Who's heading for Coruscant to destroy the emperor's database, destroy the records. Yeah. So trying nobody to know yep. who was a party to all these things that the Imperial did. Mm-hmm. Which is and, like, uh, I, she's I mean, with Kairos. not, totally different his thought process is not totally different than that exact conversation we were just talking about between mon mothma and Hera, because he realized that the empire had lost too even though he was on the losing end and what's going to happen to all these people afterwards especially these people who we know were a part of Operation Cinder and these these mm-hmm. most most horrible things and he was looking at it through the lens of an Imperial and figured, well, the only thing they're going to do is execute and imprison all of these people. And, you know, he was living his truth and going to, to destroy that data bank and save his people. But then we learned at the end, that's not really what they intend to do. And, you know, they're trying to give these people a path back into society and to redemption Mm -hmm. and, and all these things. And, he was ultimately wrong, but uh, you know that those people in similar positions on opposite sides, that's kind of what this whole series is mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Well, and he had even transcended that because he was saying like, not only do I think the new Republic is going to go after all of these people. So I have to get rid of the records. He said, even in a scenario where the empire wins the war, they still have all of this stuff to hold over people and keep them involved. Mm-hmm. So if I, yep. you know, Blackmail. like, yeah, yeah, we, this way we free people from any sort of consequence on either side. Yeah. Very and fight his, club. 
Yeah, in his conversation with Quell, he says, the guilty are the easiest to control. Wiping wiping the slate clean is the only way to proceed. And that, that was, you know, whereas Mon Mothma took an approach of, look, we all have to understand that during this time we have done things that are inexcusable, but we have to own up to those things and kind of confess them so that we can move forward. Whereas keys was very much no if we get rid of the evidence that these people did these things then you can't hold them accountable for it and they can try to move on it with some sense of anonymity with other people and then other like they could go into villages and people would never know that they were part of the 204th they were never part of those atrocities that were committed under the 204th and move forward with their lives and try to just fit back into normal society so it was they were kind of trying to go for the same thing, but in two very, very different approaches. Um, and I think his initial intention was to blow up the, basically the structure or whatever that was housing it and did not care about the innocent people on Coruscant that maybe lived in those levels underneath well, and was just going to destroy it. Planet, right? They're, they're, they all mm-hmm. live so on top of each other that you can't attack a structure without you know, mm-hmm. a huge amount of collateral damage. I mean, the and whole Erica's, city is thousands of layers stacked on top of yeah. each other. And Erica's thing was like, these people may not have been any part of this war. So you're willing to kill innocent people to destroy this database, which doesn't solve anything. It, it, it's not the answer. And then I think uh, towards the end, he was like, look, you can still destroy it. Just do an EMP, which should maybe wipe out part of it, if not all of it. Um, and that was like his backup approach, I guess, is what he was essentially trying to do after he got shot down. So, um, he was grasping at straws at the end there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, it was such a good, such a good ending though, from, from hearing like these five, like four or five different stories that are going on, these little subplots it was so cool to hear that we've got Kairos who is like a chameleon of people. I still don't know what she is. Um, we may never know. <laughs> she's out in the wind now. She's gone. We'll find after... out what she is when we find out who's rescuing damn Master Greatstorm. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> Maybe it's her Kairos. traveling back in time. Wow. <laughs> Kairos be, shows up. Be huge. Yeah. Uh, she basically, you know, wanted to complete her change. And in order to do that, she decided she was going to leave and um, just went gone. Just left. Um, yeah, she, she had been to, uh, walk her, walk her own path. She had to get she, away, find a, make a new <laughs> life with new people or something. I don't even know. It's a mystery. I thought you were going to say she went on walkabout. She <laughs> went on a like, walkabout. Was she Australian? She went on walkabout. Is she Australian? What? She, uh, yeah. There's so a lot she's of creatures gone. in Australia that can kill you. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. It could be fitting. Uh, Nath, uh, Nath is now, he's done fighting. He's like, I don't want any part of resistance. I don't want any part of these battles he's anymore. Like, he's out. I did my duty. Yep. Drop, I'm out. Yep. He wants to put a crew together and with good pilots and good people. And he's putting together a crew. So if you want to be on the Nath crew, uh, he's, he's signing people up. He needs a droid because he gave away his droid to Will Lark at the end. So he needs that a droid. Was sad to me. Like real sad with, uh, what was his droid's name? T. Lover. 
Well, he and Nath were together for so long, and Nath, like... Yeah, T5. He he took it on the chin for this whole series. Like, he played the tough guy, even though he, like, was hurting the whole time, and he was, like, trying to pull everybody together and be what each individual needed to be, and his the, this droid and this Y-wing that he'd been with for a thousand years, at the very end of the book, the Y-wing's falling apart, and the droid freaking left him. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. so sad. <laughs> well, I think he he told him to go. He didn't just well, like sure, up and leave him, but, but he told like, him to go. Yeah, and, go ahead. The kid needs you more. Like again, <laughs> yeah. like being the bigger person, but like at his own detriment. Like poor Nath, man. Yeah, poor Nath. <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting though. Some of the pilots that he went after were he had Crete and uh, Nord Kendende. Who Kendende was over? Wasn't he the one that stayed on the robot planet as like the servant? Yeah, I think so. Wasn't that Kendende? Mm-hmm. So he went out and found him and said, "Hey, you were part of the two hundred fourth, but you're a good pilot. Why don't you come join my crew?" I think it, he's in his own way giving these people yeah. a path to redemption. You know, because he I, did I, he did his own stint in the Empire as well, and mm-hmm. found his path and realized that you know being a military guy or a or a i guess a political guy wasn't really for him so he's gonna do this other thing give these other people a life and in fact the pilot he was talking to at the end in the rim's edge cantina was bonsu ro terrible name for a cantina i gotta say (laughs) the rim's edge (laughs) the rim's edge cantina uh he meets with bonsu ro who was also part of the 204th. So it seemed to me that's know, he, what he was exclusively recruiting was shadowing yeah. folks. Yeah. He knows they're good pilots. He knows they fly well together. And I think that's, that's, uh, that was his goal. He's still flying around in his beat up old Y wing though. He thought no about droid. giving it up, but he said, Nope, I'm going to keep it. Calculating so, his hyperspace jumps with a slide ruler, I guess. Yeah. What's what's that uh, Will Lark. Uh, an abacus abacus yeah <laughs> a ti-89 uh, decides <laughs> one of those. he's gonna he's reacclimating to normal life we see some of his challenges he is uh almost he's he's got a lot of that synth face yeah. going on now because he was pretty from badly burned. hurt so um and nath said it's he like was almost now. unrecognizable uh at one point i think with his face will felt kind of sad to me in the epilogue too yeah, felt really sad. Yeah. I, like I, this book was excellent, and the finish was very satisfying. But I also not as much for Erica and and Chas, but the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like everybody was like they survived this horrific thing and accomplished like huge accomplishments, and then at the end, it's like they're all semi miserable, or at least just like kind of skating by. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that fit the realistic tone of the of the book series? Sure. Though, with like yeah. how I ugly mean, war is. Like, yeah, you m- made it out the end, and that's great. But it it's not perfect, you know. Josh, and I he, don't need he, any help feeling melancholy and morose <laughs> over here. All right, I'm sure. You know, you might say that's victory's price. Is that the price Ooh. of victory? Oh, it's the name of the book. See what you did there. Nice, Maggie. This, I'm doing nice. that thing like the 
the Hats um, off. Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's pointing with the beer in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the book. That's it. That's the name. Uh, yeah, it. You know, when Will even tells or Nath tells Will when he's talking to him, he was like, because I think he was following him a little bit, but he said, he's like, basically none of us should have survived any of that that they just went through. He straight up told him, I don't know how, but we survived. And a lot of that was because of Will keeping them together and, and having them understand that they don't, what made them work was their individuality, not their, their uniformity to be the same person. That's what made them work well together. And, and he said, he's like, we shouldn't have survived that, but we did because of your leadership. So it was very, a uh, very touching moment because Nath was the elder of the two who had fought me, significantly was, longer than Will Lark. To me, Nath was actually the one holding the whole crew mm-hmm. together after Erica left. Like mm-hmm. Will was in the in the captain's seat or whatever, and he was making the calls maybe in the field, but Nath was the one who like went around and knew who needed a pat on the back and who needed to go get a drink and who needed to tell a joke and who needed to talk about the people who died. And like, he was the one actually giving the people what they needed. And I think we got a lot of insight into how mm-hmm. will never really knew how to do that. Like he, he had trouble making other people feel better and feel comfortable and feel more relaxed. And it didn't come naturally to him. And, uh, again, Nath, poor guy, man. It's, it's <laughs> always fighting the good fight, never got the credit. Yeah. I mean, he got yeah. a couple medals, I guess, but still. Well, and he he came a long way too because he was really mad at Will for, you know, deciding yeah. to sit out the last battle. Yeah, yeah. Which I, yeah. I get. I can see both sides of that. That's a tough decision. Like where you can say, like, I've almost been killed a bunch of times. I don't want to kill anybody. I, I, I don't agree with this. I wanted to be done a long time ago. I was supposed to be done a long time ago. I'm not going to do this anymore. That makes total sense to me. And then Nath being like, but then that means I'm more likely to die, and we've been in this together this whole time, and now you're. it's not just about you. It's about all of us, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it's tough. I don't know who's who's wrong there. Yeah. When he tried, mm-hmm. he made good on it with, uh, you know, bringing his people to do the like search and rescue at the end. Yeah, his Polinians. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Did I? I yes. Know, yeah. Something. They're yeah. The Polinians, Star Wars. You can yes. say anything, however you want. Yeah. Um, as long as you don't. But say they. AT-AT. They basically uh, didn't they want him to represent Polinius in this the Senate the new formed senate basically like hey you're not fighting anymore but you are a good leader i thought that was where they wanted yeah they they wanted him to well because the polinians were going to join the imperial senate and they wanted him to be their representative because they're not a a worldly Mm -hmm. people or whatever yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, but they Um, i think josh was talking about how they came and um when the the capital ship was crashing or whatever the the polinians on the back of their giant beasts came and were rescuing everybody yeah right? it wasn't isn't i mean it, talking about it's, yeah isn't that what he called in rescued, the 120 who rescued yeah. chess mm-hmm. was the Polinians, i think yeah 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 well does um, anybody remember i'm like the the resident zoologist here so it's probably on you but does anybody <laughs> remember what those flying things were called with like no. the clear I wings do not. yeah it's cool i don't there's a lot going on so it was hard to keep track of 
all of the like smaller details. Yeah, and they only um, mentioned them a couple times by name. So yeah, I the one thing I did love was there was a mention when when uh, Erica and Kairos go after Keys. Erica is in an X wing at this point, and I believe it was one of the newer models, the T seventy prototype. As she was going to get him, Josh, is that was that right? Yeah, and that's that's so I looked that up because I was very curious. That prototype is the same model of X-wing that Poe has mm-hmm. later. Yeah, so, so it's the, like the, the black it's, it's like, hey, we got this new X-wing. How about you hop in this and and go get go get keys? Um, but she had an astromech with her, and she was not used to having an astromech. And the astromech was four E. And they had mentioned that that astromech had been flying since the Clone Wars. And I loved that. So here again, we're bringing the past into the future with us from many, many decades before and kind of carrying over that same technology or those same characters. So, I mean, not obviously a big name character by any means, but the fact that this is a a droid or something that had flown since the Clone Wars and survived all of this fighting and is still going served her well on Coruscant and her mission to go find keys. They're called Suravakas, the flying things. Sorry, not to, not Mm -hmm. to pull a Josh there, but no, (laughs) no, you're good. Uh, The very end of this book, the very end of this book, they meet together, you know, six years later. This is six years after Battle of Jakku. Um, it was, I think, their first time. They said it was their first time seeing each other in two years prior to that. So they had gone four years, met another two years, met six years after. This and is Will and, and Erica. Yeah, and, Will, and Erica, Chass. Nath, and Chas. I don't think Nath around. was there no Nath. for this, was she? No Nath. I thought Kairos, Kairos was not there. I don't think Nor was they had, So Nath he went and saw Nath. He went mm. and saw Nath when he was assembling his crew, and that's and oh, he that's tried right in the to, bar. Yeah, yep. and that's when he sent the droid with him in a very sad, like Lassie went with the other person. But then Will separately met with Erica and, and Chas, having their mm. little and it was very, apartment. It was together. very interesting as they're sitting around, kind of talking. They. I don't want to say like they shared their experiences or shared where they're at now, right in life briefly, Mm -hmm. but then they went back to naming all of these friends in these units that they had lost over the years, their fallen comrades that in in any, like uh, I forget that there was a bunch of, there was like three different squadrons that they had lost friends in those squadrons that they had lost over the years. And it was very, to me, cause I, I've watched it about a million times band of brothers ish where, you know, you've got these, you know, in the beginning of band of brothers, you have the real life soldier recanting what actually happened um, during his, his duty overseas and reminiscing about some of those fallen soldiers that they had lost and then you see the reenactment of it and and this was very to me much like that where they were while they got together to talk about things that they're doing now and moving forward they're still these people that they had lost or been friends with are still very much entrenched in part of their life even if as they try to move forward and they can't forget them and and i think that's to your point, Maggie, part of victory, victory's price. You can't forget those that you, you've you lost along the way, no matter how much you want to try to move forward. 
N- not to mention that's just the way humans are. You meet up with a bunch mm-hmm. of people from your old job. You're going to talk about your Always old job. Always talk about the good old days. Of, yep. 75% mm-hmm. of the time that you're together. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was so good. And then, but yeah, jo- uh, Kyle, you're spot on. We left this open. All of these characters are still out there. Um, I would have thought stuff. maybe, yeah. I would have thought maybe we would have lost maybe another key character or two in the fighting at some point, And we didn't. Um, that's why I loved it. We yeah. didn't have to have death. We could have characters that got to like experience life. Yeah, to Maggie's point, that's not the message of Victory's Price. It's not losing these people. I thought we would have lost the more price of these people the in the fighting. The price of Victory but, isn't that you die. It's that all your friends yeah. die. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was really worried it's about crazy. Will for a while. I thought they were going to kill Will off because he's such a good old boy. He's such a sweet baby. And I was like, oh, they're going to hurt me and kill Will. <laughs> I, it was it was such a good ending though, and then Quell hops in her ship. Uh, was Chas was sleeping? I think he, she waited for Chas to go to bed, and then she goes out and gets into some kind of load lifter or something in the mm-hmm. middle of the night and just flies off because she loves to fly. That's who she is, and she's she's just gone. I love apart. Yeah, it was uh, the the one. Oh, where was it? The one that I loved the most was. Um, with was going back to Hera. The line, the part in the book was with the ghost gun, with the ghosts guns ablaze. She left the deliverance and joined the last battle of the war. It was so Hera really goes nice and gets the, in the ghost yeah. and goes out and fights in the battle of Jakku. Loved that. And they did my a, favorite part. Hands they did down. a fun little lead up to that too, where she was talking about um, a ship that just got delivered and w- had some maintenance done or something. And then you're like, Oh, that's her ship. That's her ship. And, she, <laughs> and then they say like she gets yes. in a ghost. So it was really nice for the ghost to make an appearance and Loved for, for Hera to go mix it up in the battle of Jakku and, and officially end the war. Oh yeah. That was awesome. Oh, victory's price, people. I did write down one quote, too, since you did a quote. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, This was on page 300, and I think Erica was like her internal monologue. Uh, Victory was in sight, victory over the Empire, and victory over Shadowwing. Victory always had a price. It's the name Mm -hmm. of the book right there. I was like, oh, boom. Note that. Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah, it was such a good book. It's such a good trilogy. Um, you know, again, if you're a fan of, of those X-Wing books, if you're, if you love the space battle stuff along with intricate personal character development and relationship, these books have all of those things totally worth the read for all three of them. I, the second one, the cliffhanger on the second one was, was amazing, but the end of this was, was nice, neat little bow tidying up. So we got to wrap this up soon, but I, Mm -hmm. um, I loved this series too. I want to know of the main, um, you know, pilots of alphabet squadron, which one do you guys need some more story about the most? Only one. Hmm. I want Nath and his new crew. Okay. That's a good choice. Josh. Uh, I want to say Erica, but I'm going to go with Kairos. Mm, Also a good good choice. choice. Maggie. Can I just say the whole book is a cop-out? Oh, that's cheating. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was right in the question was only one. It was, only it was one. like the main only part. I think, I don't know. This was a, like my favorite section of the book, to be honest. And I think my favorite section of the whole series. Hmm. I mm. thought you were going to be er- Erica for sure. 
I, I, mean, I like Erica, but I like it's the redemption stuff. I mean, that was the stuff that really like stuck with me in the way that was handled because I think you all know how I feel about that and how it's not that handled <laughs> super well. Uh, and that was like something that just like stuck with me. I was like, oh, this is gonna be one of those like keep forever books. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I think I think they I I get it, Maggie, because they all do have interesting stories to still tell. I think, um, but. I don't remember what else I was going to say, but that, I mean, I was, I was like, <laughs> Thank you, you for were, agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah. You were saying, well, I mean, you were, I was thinking like we could have some story about like, uh, Chasna Chaddock and cult stuff again, like, you know, mm-hmm. coming to terms with all that kind of like you could, you could really go anywhere with it. We could have a story about Soren Key's ghost. I mean, who knows? Uh, there, wow, that would be stories a lot. to tell. <laughs> Soren stories Key's force ghost. <laughs> oh, I know I what I, was, I know what the other thing I was gonna say. Um, please, Alexander Freed, write more Star Wars books because seriously, yes. I want to yes. write all books. I I'm gonna pitch right now Ooh. a five book series, one about Will, one about Nath and his crew, one about Kairos, one about mm. Erica and Chas together, and then the fifth book is where all four of those stories converge and finish off. Well, how together. about this? Ooh. You get each of those characters getting a five book series of their own. Oh, and then- Maggie, but now we're in a George R. R. Martin situation. We'll get half of it. It'll never be finished. He'll he'll die. He'll take and then you're unhappy seventy with years. The yeah. <laughs> right. I, just, I just want. We got to settle for a crappy TV show instead <laughs> the tv I show will be seen... good for several seasons but then they'll, but then they'll <laughs> just the ruin it on the ending yeah sorry uh, Maggie, go ahead. no just, i just want to see more stories of characters that get to live with things that they have done i think that's something just it's particularly an american issue i found that a lot of american tv shows and, and movies and books have a really hard time with letting characters live with the mistakes they've made which is shocking since we all live with the mistakes this country's made um but I, I hope that this is a trend with having like different people coming in and doing like bringing their own stories into the Star Wars books that we're going to get more of these more nuanced approaches to the situations that we've been presented in mm-hmm. War I, of Stars. I think it's I think it's avoided because that's actually like the most uncomfortable part. It's so like if the bad guy just dies, it's easy. Yeah, well, it's okay, over. cool. Bad guy's gone. But like if we got a if the bad guy lives and has to deal with it and the guilt and what do the good guys do about it and all these things like that's a lot like, more complicated Erica's clearly like yeah erica's got the girl and she's like got some time alone she's doing she's happy she but she's on. not like happy mm-hmm. happy she's not happy happy you know she's dealing with ptsd and yeah. trauma from what she went through and she has to live with knowing that she was involved in causing a lot of people to die and those people's families are still out there and they know that she was you know, involved. Mm-hmm. It's that's a tough, tough pill to chew and swallow. Yeah, you shouldn't chew pills. That's gross. I mean, tums <laughs> you chew. Oh, that's a Shock. pill. It's more like a tam template. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're talking about semantics. Yeah, you're talking about um, you know people dying in Star Wars as as an end, and I realized what Will Lark's follow up book is going to be about. Hmm. He's going to use his ties in the Galactic Senate to investigate what the hell was Luke Skywalker doing in the forest on Endor <laughs> with Darth Vader's body. This guy burning and smiling, and it was weird. Right. 
Yeah. And like somehow it's going to lead us hair. into that Some Bloodline kind of. book where they find out that Leia is uh, Darth Vader's daughter, mm. and it, it's a whole thing. Huge bridge. Yeah. Oh, Will's going to be like, wait, wait, he what? Was smiling and like standing there over a fire, <laughs> burning his own father. Luke's got a kind of weird Viking ritual going on yeah. here. Like, what Will's is happening? Be like, These Skywalkers, we let them be in charge of things. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, so everybody go check these books out. Seriously, such a good series. We hope that you guys have enjoyed part of the Star Wars Friends book club. We have covered a ton of High Republic. We covered all of the the Alec. We covered the Victory's Prize from Alexander Freed. Um, we've got more of that on the way later this year. We're going to get back into some of the the movies and TV shows with some of the re- newly released, newly old released Ewok stuff uh, that's now on Disney Plus. But be our Ewokian adventure. Yeah, yeah, adventure through Ewok land. Uh, everything is very short. That's a new. Height. That's a new part of uh, that's coming to Galaxy's Edge next year. Ewok land. <laughs> Ewok land. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we hope you've enjoyed it. We're gonna dive into the shows and stuff. Um, but yeah, do you guys have anything else before we blow this thing and get out of here? I have one one thing to say. Everybody should go pick up Kristen Baver's new book, Skywalker: A Family at War. It is so good. Um, shout out to DK Books for sending me a copy. Literally read it in three hours. It's super fantastic book. It just came out this week, so pick that up. Uh, it is a must-have for any Star Wars fan. See, Maggie had it like five months ago, like, and already read it. Done. Like, no, I actually she's got on it. it this week, <laughs> <laughs> but I read it in a day. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's blow this thing and get out of here, guys. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. We hope you guys have enjoyed this wrap-up of Victory's Price. Go out, purchase all of your Hasbro figures, pre-order, and be broke like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get evicted, live on the streets with your right. Hasbro figures. But you have your Star Wars figures. Uh, they are they are not going to be out, I think, for a while. And if you order from Big Bad Toy Store, they don't actually charge your card. Until yeah, you'll still be in. able to cover your rent till at least October. Yeah, yeah, so that'll good. be good. Yeah, you're good. So go get them. Go get them. Go get them. You'll be fine. Lots for those of cool hot figures. Months. You can find the Star Wars friends on any social media at SW Friends Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us at Star Wars Friends Podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to send suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, we're always happy to field those and get back to you guys. If you have ideas for shows, we're happy to do those too and cover them as well. well I am see, Justin. You, good, not a stupid yeah, idea though. <laughs> just saying, like it's not a guarantee, Don't but you can not pitch it. will not will <laughs> lark in the Senate for. We're not doing two hours on weekday right now. But. I just poo pooed Josh's idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I'm Justin. You can find me at I am the Bendu. Where can they find you guys at? This is Josh, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. And I will be angry tweeting. Justin for all of his poo-pooing today <laughs> at Battle of Tanab. Uh, this is Admiral Snackbar and I Let's am at, at KB underscore legend on Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, and I am not going to tweet this, but make sure you check the um, Star Wars Friends Twitter because we've got a major announcement coming up in like less than a month. Yeah. There's a countdown going on here. Da, 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 da. I, know. I mean, you're going to want to know. You're going to want to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this is Maggie. You can follow me over on Twitter at Maggie of the Town. I've got one of those fancy link trees in my bio, so you can find me everywhere else. It's a bad guy stan account. It's it is one hundred like villain lover. <laughs> there you go. She likes go. villains and sweet Will archetype boys. Nothing in between. It's true. Just both extremes. Like Rosala <laughs> and Martian Rowe. Like that's my two extremes. Like there you go. Targaryen, a huge hunk of a man that can crush me. Big dude. Just got Big dude. Two types. <laughs> don't two forget. Types. Don't forget. Uh, go out, like, subscribe. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us there. Go out, like, and subscribe on those. You can also go vote on yourmoneygeek.com. At, vote for us as one of the, the top 10 Star do Wars it. shows for this year. We would love to have that. We would lo- do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, we're going to end this in classic fashion as we always do. May the Force be with you. Always. Go buy that Lando figure, Justin. (laughs) Josh, you've ruined this. He's about to get kicked out. All right, guys. We love you. Peace out. Bye. I like this end part.